Hello and welcome back to OTZ. We are back and better than ever. It is an amazing, beautiful, sunny day. Doc, how is it going, man? Sunny. Those are that is not something I can apply up here in in good old Ohio. But it's, dude. I mean, I just saw Kemba shoot one for twelve from three point range. So doing pretty well over here. Don't get me started about Kemba. I watch enough Boston Celtics games, and he gets me very, very frustrated. Um, but before we begin, I just wanted to give a shout out to a great friend of the pod, Justin Rowan and Carter, and his and his co-host Carter getting the chase down Rodriguez. as part of the as part of the Cavs Radio Network or Cavs Podcast Network. That's awesome! Big congrats. We had Justin on as a guest, and now I just don't think we can afford his talent fee after that, man. I think he's out of our range now. He's become, I think we're like in the, you know, C, C class celebrity range, you know, C to D. I think he's risen up to A though. Maybe yeah, A man. minus, B plus. So I think he, maybe we can still get someone like, maybe we can still get Carter, but Justin might be a little bit out of the, <laughs> out of the price range now. Throwing some shade at Carter's shade. I see how it is. Yeah, man. So yeah, let's, let's jump into it. I mean, we just got the first returns of the all-star game and with the reserves right around the corner, me and Doc wanted to just kind of give our thoughts on who we think belongs in the reserves. And I know we both are little, had a little frustrations on the results of the, the first initial ballot with a starter. So first I'll, I'm going to just read through the Western conference starters and Let's I go, let's go know. east first. Let's go All east. right, let's go east. I'm going to read to the Eastern Conference starters. It was Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. So was that how, – how did the results come? Was it, was it fair? Did the people that made it deserve it? There were snubs, let me say that. Listen, Bradley Beal, amazing season, right? No arguments here. And then Kyrie, you know, he's played very well too. But I just got to say this, man, like – Kyrie missed a lot of time, you know, I know there were like reasons why he wasn't there, but at the same time, like availability for me has to come into play. So Kyrie's missed a lot of time this year. Bradley Beal. I mean, the wizards are 10 and 17. I mean, before they're on a four game win streak right now, but like that was the, these ones have come after the selection, right? So like at that time they were like six and 17, the worst record in the NBA basically. So no, I'm not, even though he's balling out, like, leading score in the NBA I'm not gonna he doesn't deserve to start he does he deserves to be on the team but not to start so I agree with the front court obviously Katie and Giannis no arguments there but in my opinion it should have been Jalen Brown because he started up the season so well in Boston and Tatum's missed so much time Kemba missed so much time and Marcus Smart missed so much time but he's kind of, he's been the best player on that team you know for the most part carrying them and James Harden leads the NBA in assists he's been Brooklyn's best player in my opinion and I think he's actually their most important player with, you know, the playmaking ability he brings. So those are, that's what I think should have happened. Harden so you think it should have been James Harden and, and uh, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown. Wow. Yes, okay. sir. What about you? Wow. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I want to look back and see the last time someone who was the leading scorer in the NBA wasn't an all, like, I feel like that's, that's huge for wanting becoming an all-star star. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's on a bad, like he's on a bad team. I mean, but the no, Wizards, no, not a bad, the worst team when those were made right yes he's on a horrible team but also like he's a he's it's not like they're bad because of him like what else, what what more do you want him to do play defense that would be a start okay. right um but yeah. i don't know i think i i i agree that J, i think jalen brown should have got the nod but then also if i'm looking at it in the full jalen brown kind of fell off a bit because since Tatum returned and 
if, yeah. if this was like a month ago, Jalen Brown locked it, lock it in starter. And look, he's still got second in the media rank. And that's for a reason that like, I think that if I had to choose, I think it should have been Jalen Brown and Bradley Beal or, or yeah, Jalen Brown and Bradley Beal. And that's, that's if we were talking about a little earlier right now with, since it's been a couple of weeks since I would say maybe James Harden and Bradley Beal. No Ben Simmons in your starting lineup. I mean, that's wow. starting. I don't think Ben Simmons deserves a starting nod. Yeah. And I think you can agree there too. All right. So oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> let's jump to the West before we give our reserve picks. We have LeBron, Jokic, and Kawhi. Did you, one and sec. Ben. Did you, you agreed with the front court, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah. I forgot to talk about that. Um, yeah, I agree with the front court. I think there's a noticeable drop off between those three and the rest of the. Yeah, league. I agree. Um, so we had LeBron, Jokic, and Kawhi, and Steph and Luka. Throw it late on me. I know you. I know you're probably gonna go on a rant on this one with your man crush. I mean, come on. Like you, we've talked about this too. You agree with me, Dame? I mean, look at Portland, right? They're right now fifth in the West, eighteen and eleven. And I mean, I see Dallas down there, thirteen and fifteen. So there's a good what five game gap there between the two teams. And Portland, McCollum's missed most of the year. Basically, he was going to be an All Star this year until you know, unfortunately, the fracture. Um, so he's missed a really good portion of the year. Nurkic just missed a good portion of the year. So basically, they played a good, por- significant amount of the season without two of their best three players. Derek Jones Jr. missed a lot of the year. So basically, his second and so basically his second best player all year has been what Robert Covington and then third best Ennis Cantor. And you're telling me that team is fifth in the West, and he doesn't yeah. and he's and he doesn't start. I mean, you agree with me there. I mean, it's yeah, he's been hey, man. He's in the MVP conversation. Oh, he's hundred. If he's not, then you you don't deserve a ballot. Do you think? Do you think Curry deserved it? Oh yeah. 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 So I don't. I can't complain if anyone thinks Dame deserves it over Luca. Like Dame. Dame has been insane. And yeah, because he got in because of the fans. Like if it was just media, it would have been Steph and Dame. And I just think that again, the timing of Dame's run was a little bit later and they had a week weaker start to the season and Luke got all these fan votes and Dame probably fell off on the fan votes a lot. And I mean, then it Dallas up. had a bad start to the year too. Well, Dallas just hasn't been good this season. Like, yeah, yeah. It's but, been bad. <laughs> yeah. But so exactly both teams were bad. And then, so then that just helps Luca because Luca's, I mean, look, I think we, we just might have a philosophical difference on all-stars. I think you value way more team success in terms of valuing all-star, all-star yeah, voting. And I fair. get that for all NBA and I, I am hundred percent on that for all NBA voting. But when I think all-star game, the whole point of the all-star game is for the fans and for that's why fan voting is 50% of the vote. It's literally for the fans. So what players have been the best players to watch best players that have played the best basketball so that's why I just don't put as much value into team success, team record as you do for the sake of all-star voting. If we're talking about all-NBA, Dame 100% deserves that over Luka right now. But I that's think fair. I think if you look at Luka averaging 39-9 on like 48% from the floor, like that's insane of what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, it's not even about like for me, it's not even about like a minus on Luka, whereas like in the East, like I think there's minuses on some of those guys that like we talked about. It's just like Dame. Like, it's not like he's the most clutch player in the NBA. Like, so, there, there's just so many factors there where, yeah, it's not a, it's not honestly a knock on Luca. Luca's been balling. Like, we had crazy high expectations on Luca into his coming into his, what, third year. He's pretty much delivered. Like, he's, he's balling. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm with, like, that's fair. It's just, yeah, I guess we, we go about it a different way. That's good. While we're talking about Luca, why, why, what do you think is the problem with the Mavs? Like, obviously, Luca's playing his butt off. Do you think 
that I mean they they have been a little bit better lately, and they're I think they're finally getting towards the playoffs. But do you think it's just been injuries? Do you think it's just Kristaps and him as a core cannot need need like a third star? Do you think it's I mean they lost they lost Seth Curry, and that was huge. With their offense was in, like the best offense we've ever seen in a long time last year, and I I honestly think that loss of Seth Curry was huge. Yeah, I think it's like their offense was historically like really like historically elite last year, right? And then this year it's been not as good. They're still really good, but it's like not at that historically elite level and their defense is still just like garbage. Yeah. So it's like there hasn't been yeah, that improvement. Like th- their whole thing was like we're going to give up offense with Seth Curry, but we're hopefully we'll get more defense, you know, with bringing in Josh Richardson. Obviously the defense isn't really getting better and I think that's been just the difference. It's like their offense got worse, their defense is still just as bad, so that's so I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess for a third star, like I don't think they need someone who like can come in and just give them scoring. It's just more so like maybe they j- just need like an elite rim protector, right? Just to, yeah. to really help with defense. And Jared Allen, man, like he would have been a great fit there. Cavs got him, but I know why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they have tried getting in that? Um, you know who would be a really good elite rim protector? Who was a really good elite rim protector the first couple weeks of this season? Andre Drummond, Mark Cuban, call mm. Kobe up. <laughs> yeah. Call him um, up. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's go into who we think would be the reserves. Um, we, should, we should go on Shark Tank and just pitch that idea. <laughs> pitch Andre Drummond. Um, so let's go through – let's start with the Eastern Conference like we did the last one. And give me your first – the two – should we just do like the first two guards you think should be in it for the reserves? Yeah, we can do that. That works right. for me. So, so for the reserves, who do you want your first two guards? I think I already know who your two are because that's who you had starting. Yeah, it's Kyrie and Beal for me. I think I think that there's a pretty clear gap, I think, between Kyrie and Bradley Beal versus, like, the other guards that we're going to talk about. Right. Later, well, so. so you had Kyrie. And, well, now we're going to say – we're going to go about this like we already know the starters because it's already been announced. So let's fill up our brackets knowing oh, I see who the reserves right. are. Yeah, that's fair. So then – well, then, it, yeah, then it's James Harden and – Right. Uh, yeah. Jaylen right. Brown, so mine is, mine is James – Mine's James Harden and um, Jalen Brown as well. Yeah, easy. So, so and then the Eastern front court. Uh, my first two off are Bam Adebayo and Julius Randle. Wow, Randle that high. Dude, he, okay. I mean, he, he's oh, been I, yeah. insane. He really has. The assist um, too, like six assists a game. Like, that's crazy. So, my first two are Tatum and Chris Middleton. Wow, completely different from mine. So, yeah. It's I mean, crazy. I think – Go ahead. I mean, Chris Middleton, his shooting efficiency has been unbelievable this year. And, I mean, again, we're not talking postseason. Like, we're talking right. about, like, what they've done so far. And Chris Middleton, I know he's not the flashiest player, but, like, he's, I think, taken actually like a really big step this year in terms of, like, his offensive usage. And I think they're kind of honestly slowing down on how much they're using Giannis a lot in these half-court sets and just giving it more to Middleton. And it's he's been – I know their their success really hasn't been there compared to previous seasons. I think part of that is breaking in Drew Holiday and like that maybe there's a little bit of right. tra- of a transition there. But I mean, it's not on Middleton because he's he's been playing really well. So are you saying they miss Eric Bledsoe? Not saying they miss Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> so if, if you look if you look at the ratio of like good to bo- a good player to boring. Is Chris Middleton the highest of the most boring good player in the NBA? That guy is so boring to watch play. <laughs> I I think it's more his personality, right? Like you just don't even like right. hear anything about him. <laughs> his 
I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, he's not the flashiest, I guess, by any means. But he just, like, he goes about it super efficient the way he plays. And no, not the most athletic guy, I guess, either. But, I mean, that's fair. Like, these other guys at, that we're talking about are pretty flashy. And, yeah, maybe. Right. And you can look at, like, media rank versus fan rank. And I think that's a good scale of, like, boring yeah. to good. He got 15th in the fan rank, but it's 7th in the media rank. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's, that's, so, that's our, that's our first – Oh, we're supposed to get three, right? Three. Yeah, we got three, three front, front court. court. Yeah, I was wondering why um, you only went. So, who was your third? Who was your third? Uh, my third is is Sabonis. Okay, mine was Bam. Okay, nice. So, and um, then do you want to? So, we'll go over first, then our two other reserves who can be of any position. Yeah. So go ahead. I have Zach Levine and Ben Simmons. Wow, you went okay, okay. I want Julius Randle because I agree with you. He's been right. amazing this year, and Sabonis because he's been he's kind of you don't have off. you don't he's have Zach Levine off. in the All Star game. I'm surprised you didn't have Trey Young. I dude, I was between Trey Young and You're Zach Levine, those. but I, Zach Levine got the edge. You're, I was I was between honestly I was between Trey Young and Sabonis. Okay, so for me it was like I was like debating between Trey Young and I was gonna I was planning on including either Trey Young. Or Zach Levine, because I was like, I don't want to have two guys who are just score first, can't play defense on my team. So I wanted to only but go that, for one. But that of them. you shouldn't judge an all. You shouldn't like make no, a no, roster no. for the All Star game. No, no, I know. I was just saying, like, yeah, I get it. But that was like my thing, where it's like they have clear weaknesses, but they have clear pluses, obviously. And for me, Trey is just more of a playmaker, right? And I was like, I think he just does. Zach Levine's been carrying the Bulls. I just still think Trey's better. And so yeah. for me, Trey was above Levine, but like. I just didn't know who to take out. Like, yeah. So, so bon- it, like Sabonis was last on my roster because I, I can't put either of them above Bam. Randall's been on another level, I think, and in, in the Knicks are, like, so much better this year. So, I can't put – Right. Know, you know, so I just didn't know who to take. So, I basically chose – I mean, you don't even have Chris Middleton. I think that's crazy. You don't have Do you, Ben Simmons? You don't have Jason Tatum either, right? You don't have Ben Simmons on your roster. No. How? He's been the best defender in the NBA other than Rudy Gobert this season. And the really, Sixers are a really the, good defender, but look when Embiid's been out. They're like one in six. Okay, but how good are the six? Like no no one has ever said Ben Simmons. No said Ben Simmons has never proven that he can be the guy, the only guy on the team. I know I think that if a team was built around it, but he no one's saying that Ben Simmons can be that is that guy. He's not. But when he's a complimentary player, they're insane. And that that's a credit to him. That's just like Kyrie so Irving. So you, no, no, so you're telling me He's been so who you don't have one second, you don't have Middleton and Tatum on your roster, right? Those are the two. Tatum was out for like three weeks, bro. No, but I don't think Tatum deserves an all-star when he's when he's out for so long. That's just that's just that's just rude to Ben Simmons. You're gonna put What about KD? KD's missed so much time too. Not not nearly as much as as, uh and KD got KD basically has. What do you mean? He missed so much like he's he hasn't played yeah, in like it, a week and a half. It's not like KD was close to anyone. Like it's close with Tatum versus like Ben. So then Ben gets the nod because he just played more. No, I don't think it's that close between Tatum and, and Ben. That's how was ben, how does Ben not deserve to be an All Star? Just because the Sixers didn't win when Joel was out. That's such a horrible reason to not put him in the All Star. He honestly like on offense, it hasn't been that great from him this year. I know like he recently he's picked it up, especially in that Utah game. He went off. That was probably his best game of his yeah, career on offense. Right. But outside of that, I just haven't been impressed on offense. Honestly, have you watched the Sixers no, no, you want, this season? Honestly, yes, I have. And honestly, if I'm when I was doing my list, 
Tobias Harris was above Ben oh Simmons for me. Oh, my God. He's, do you not care about defense? I thought you were Mr. Defense over here. I loved – no, I'm all about defense. He's, but at the same time – elite defensively. He is, but that's not enough. Why? You can't just be – okay, then why didn't – God, why didn't someone like Tony Allen get become an all-star? Oh, my God, because Tony Allen doesn't – can't No, but you're talking about defense. You're talking about like – you're only talking about the defense. Okay, but when I say that, it's not saying you ignore offense. His offense is still good. It's not – okay, maybe it's good, but that's like it. Yeah, Tony Allen's offense is atrocious. Oh, that's why yeah. he's not considered. <laughs> no, no, but – right, and that's why Ben Simmons is even considered, but he's not going to become an – he's not going to be a reserve this year. If he you watch the Sixers it. play, they fully play like 100% around Embiid. You can't be shocked when their team just doesn't know how why to play without do? Embiid. No, why do you – and why do you think that is? Because Embiid's an MVP. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but why is, like, that, why is that a deficit against Ben Simmons? Because Embiid's playing well. At the same time, when Embiid isn't there, why isn't Ben – like, how are they that's, one in six? That's what I'm saying. They're, they literally play their entire offense built around Embiid having the ball, like, in the post, and that being that guy. And when he's not there, it's, it make, it's completely fine to suck. When, when, when LeBron was here and LeBron was out, the Cavs sucked when Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love played. They were atrocious. And yeah, I wonder why. True. Kyrie was still an all-star player. You still said he belonged in the all-star game. He was yeah. an all-NBA player that year. I, I just can't put him above – and this is the deepest an Eastern team has been in a while. Oh, so that's... I don't know how you can put him above Middleton and Tatum. How do you have – your brother's giving you some Boston vibes over here. Tatum does I not mean... belong in the All-Star game. Oh, come on. <sighs> I get it if you put Tatum like... – I get it if oh. you put Tatum over Sabonis. I can get that. I, I Maybe I should have put Tatum over Sabonis. I'm shocked you didn't have Jason Tatum on your team. Like, that to me is crazy. Uh, let's move to the West. I, I don't know how you don't have Zach Levine. No, that's, the most, that's the most atrocious thing. Zach Levine, like, what is he averaging? I need to look at 20, 28, 29, 5, and 5 on 52% from the floor. If I, if I gave you those stats, like, randomly out of the blue, you'd be like, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's an automatic all-star. Yeah, there's more than, it's more than numbers, though. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like... Uh, I'm shocked you have Zach Levine on there, not someone like Chris Middleton and Jason <laughs> Zach, Tatum. Dude, I Zach, mean... Zach, Zach Levine deserves it. That's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, all right, let's move to the West. <laughs> so, West is so much who do you easier. have? Who do you have? I think this is the, the first two guards are easy. Who do you have as your first two guards in the West? Well, uh, I had obviously Luka was in the starters. So, going by right. what, what I what it should be, I guess, at this point. I had Dame and CP3. Wow. Yeah, CP3, actually, people are sleeping on him. I know you're really high on him, and you've been proven right year and year again after this. Right. <laughs> but he's been I, – I know a lot of people talk about D-Book, but CP3 has actually been, in my opinion, the best player on that team. Well, I think CP3 think just allows – CP3 allows D-Book to be the best version of himself. and I, like D-Book struggled a lot of this year, though. Right. I mean, it, it was his first time not being the primary I mean, yeah, that's like, true playmaker. That's I, true I, I would be surprised if he didn't struggle. And CP3 has been a baller. Wow. You're, I mean, you're, you're telling me Ricky Rubio is not considered a primary playmaker? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, the Suns are actually solid with Rubio, I'm not going to lie. Um, in the bubble, at least. So I have, I, you're, this is, I don't feel confident about this anymore, but I have Dame and Donovan Mitchell. And I think that's just because. Dame, obviously, and I think I've done my Mitchell just because of how good the Jazz have been. I think he has to be on there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, cool. And then how about me? how about the front court? I have. I'll go first. I have Anthony Davis, Paul George, and Rudy Gobert. 
No arguments. I think all three of those are very easy picks. I guess. Yeah. Well, well I guess AD isn't going to play, so we're right. going to sub but someone. But he in still for deserves it. Oh yeah. I so yeah. I I agree with you. He this is not has not been his best year, but he's still I think by yeah. I can't think of anyone I would put above him in the front court. Yeah. Right. So then we can we can choose another one that that'll be the replacement for AD. Um. All right. So then your next two. So for these, I guess you util spots. I got Donovan Mitchell. Like you mentioned, yeah. Utah's been the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. And I got Mike Conley. Wow, Mike Conley? Yeah. Mike Conley. So I, I was like very confident or like very like, you know, you felt really strongly about this pick before he got hurt. And then right. obviously he missed some time and they were still winning. But I just think like if you look at even the advanced, he's been playing really well. Like I test for sure. He has it. And the numbers right. are there. Maybe not as like flashy as, as others like D-Book. But then if you look at... Yeah, I mean, if you look at all the advanced stats, they're once even if Gobert and Mitchell are off the floor, I mean, the plus the the plus advanced stat um, plus whatever ranking is insane with him on the floor. Just like without those two, like, it's like plus eighteen per hundred possessions. Like it's absurd how good they've been with him off on the floor. And then when Dang. he goes off, there's like a big drop off. So wow. he's actually been. I still think Gobert is the most important player on that team, but like the numbers are saying he is. So and I. It's about time he makes the All Star team as well, and I just think like he's has he never been an All Star. He's never been an All Star. Wow, that is criminal. So it's it's about time, and I think I I don't think he's gonna make it because no, he's not. But gonna I think make he it. should make it. There's no way he makes it, but I mean, you don't know if there's gonna be any weird injuries, and he finds a way to slide in because Adam Silver does choose those, right? That is true. Um, I mean, yeah, we have one to fill in on each. So I guess for the fill-in spot, do they fill wait, in let me, let me Wait, let me, let me say my yeah, two. Um, yeah, I, have, I have the two sons. I have Devin Booker and Chris Paul. So just a different backcourt. Right. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, is, your, is your fill-in Devin Booker? No, actually. My, I, I was debating between D-Book and this guy. I'm – Actually, I was debating between three guys. D-Book, De'Aaron Fox, as he's been balling, and DeMar DeRozan. And I'm wow. going DeMar DeRozan. Because I was actually I, thinking Shy deserved it. Oh, Shy actually should. Shy missed a lot of time. Like, he, yeah. he's missed a good I mean, portion of the year. Yeah. But, and, they, and they've really fallen off recently. But I'm going the Spurs. They're six in the West, which no one expected. And I know a lot of people look and like say the second unit on the Spurs is better than the first. And a lot of people put that as like an indictment on, on DeMar, but DeMar actually has a positive point differential when he's on the floor and LaMarcus is not because LaMarcus has been very bad this year. LaMarcus is bad. He needs to just retire. It's over. I I feel bad for him because I really loved him before, but it's, it's past his time, but DeMar has been really good for them. He's been balling. Like he's, He's, I think he's earned himself a lot of the money that people think he lost when he becomes a free agent this year, and he's been playing really well. So, DeMar, I wonder, I wonder what he can get in free agency because you kind of have to build your offense around him if you're going to sign someone like that. Yeah, um, and I, I wonder if the Blazers can find a way to trade for Lamarcus Aldridge. Obviously, we wouldn't have to give up anything of value, but well, it'll be but it'll the thing be is like you have to make cool... the salaries work, right? So then, exactly. It's like, how do you That's even? I don't know who they have on like a bad contract that they can flip, but it would be interesting to see them play together, at least for the end of LaMarcus's career. <laughs> a front court of Ennis Cantor and LaMarcus Aldridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll definitely be off the bench. So, yeah, my, my fill-in, if – I like the Mike Conley pick. I just don't think it's – I don't think he has enough stat, like numbers-wise, to really justify it. Yeah. But So I go Zion. 
for my fill-in. Okay. He's got the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got the flashiness. And, like, you kind of like, – Adam Silver's going to want that in the All-Star game if he can. Yeah, um, I, that's a good point. I mean, honestly, yeah, if it's up to Adam Silver, Zion, just book your fight. Honestly, <laughs> book your fight. You're, you know. yeah, I mean, he might as well now because we already know there's going to be a fill-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's already – he's a lock, basically. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Adam Silver's not going to do it like that, but who knows. Um, cool. Do you want to explain why I know Devin Booker? It's, you know, it's hard. It's Devin Booker probably deserves it. I, I don't know. I just think Mike Conley has been such a good player. So I guess Mike Conley and DeMar, and I think DeMar has been, I mean, he's been carrying that offense in my opinion. Like he, I think a lot of the knocks on him in, in Toronto, like, you know, late game, you know, stuff like that. Some of the issues, I think he's been a lot better this year. And then I also just look at the team and they're outperforming significantly where people thought. And I think largely that's, you know, Deontay Murray, guys like that have played better. But like guys like Derek White have missed a lot of time. Obviously, like we talked about how bad Aldridge has been. And I mean, DeRozan's just been there. He's been balling, you know, condolences to him and his family on his dad passing away just now. But I mean, he's been, he's showing up. He's played really well. So I, and again, I, I just haven't thought, maybe it's just, playing with CP3 in like a new system or whatever, but I just haven't been as impressed with D-Book as I, I think others have. So, Yeah, hey, it's, that, it'll be a good All-Star game. I think the biggest snub will be DeMar DeRozan. If I had to like, predict who the snubs are going to be, I think that if – Or Conley, if, like, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know how big of – like if Conley doesn't make it, I feel like people aren't going to go crazy and be like, oh, he was just absolutely you think, snubbed. You think people will go crazy if it's – I don't think people will care if DeMar doesn't make it. I, I think – People I think will be will. more outraged if like D-Book doesn't make it for sure. Yeah, yeah, but I think D-Book will make it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he'll probably will end up making it. Yeah, all right, sweet. This was a, this was a fun one. We – next week we'll be talking about trade deadline and – or the next in the next couple of weeks we'll be doing a trade that we're gonna go through like our some trade scenarios we like. So with the last couple of minutes we have, I just wanted to give a little sneak peek to what we're gonna be talking about next week and just talk about the latest trade the name and trade rumors is Lonzo Ball. It's kind of been like the only big piece that's been rumored right now and Andre Drummond and stuff like that. But do you think the Pelicans are smart to want to trade Lonzo? Do you think they're just trying to see if it's the right price? Do you think a team like Golden State or Chicago should trade for Lonzo? it's it's hard because he's going to be a free agent so it's like if you think you can re-sign him to a team-friendly contract probably don't move him because i think he's been playing a lot better recently than he was a at lot the beginning of people the are sleeping on how good he's been recently like he's really been, good yeah. and his defense has always been there so that's never been an issue so his shooting is yeah come on so i, I guess it depends on the return and like it depends on like what he's seeking if you think if you're New Orleans and you think he's probably going to get like an offer of 20 plus million for like a long four years, I don't know if I, yeah, maybe you look to trade him if you don't want to pay him that. But if you think you can get him around like what, 15, 12 to 15, then I probably would keep him. So I don't, I mean, he's a good long-term piece. I think to grow with that roster. So like if I'm New Orleans, I wouldn't just be pushing him in trade talks just to trade him away. Like there you, I think you need to get like a good asset in return or there has to be some other reason why you would do it. So. Yeah, I don't know what those teams are giving up. Maybe I mean Chicago could give up Kobe, but I don't know if that's what that swings the boat for New Orleans. Even though Kobe's been playing well this season. What about Zach Levine? There's no way Chicago gives up Zach Levine to get Lonzo. I mean, yeah, I I don't know if Chicago just goes full rebuild, rebuild, and is like we'll just give up Zach Levine, give us like Lonzo, Jackson Hayes, 
first round pick. Alexander, you know, a few young prospects. Yeah, I guess. But then you're just building around Lonzo Ball, and that's just an interesting decision. Yeah. I mean, the Bulls are just stuck. We, we've talked – I don't know why right. we talk about the Bulls so much on this podcast. <laughs> but I, I, mean, I don't see yeah. it in Golden State. I don't see that fit. Yeah, I don't know how I love that. I think just someone to, like, play defense off the bench and play I, – I don't know the long-term fit there. It's weird. I don't know. I was, I was surprised to hear them in rumors. But, yeah, man, sweet. Have anything else? You see that dunk by Anthony Edwards? Oh, my. Dude, Anthony Edwards has been balling. He really has. He's been good. Like, yeah, I, I, I kind of gave up on him He was quick. like 0 of 10, though. Oh, yeah. But I kind of gave up right. on him quick. But he's, yeah. he's like – and it, it's so unfair to these guys. These guys have been playing, what, like a year? And then they had no summer like league. 18 and they're like or 19. Thrown yeah. into the NBA games. Like, no wonder they're playing bad to start. Like, that's all the more props a lot. Like, how good LaMelo's been. Like, he just came yeah. and starts dominating. Like, yeah. that guy's going to be – he's going to be – when he's like – Five years from now, he's going to hit, like, a 20-point triple-double, like, every game. And it's going to be easy. He's going to get easy, like, 11 assists. It's wild. Poor guy, though. The guy that got dunked on because that was filthy. Yeah, that was a crazy dunk. I mean, Asian – yeah, I mean, yeah, man. Stop the violence against Asians, right? <laughs> and man. I don't know if that's appropriate for uh, – but, Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, man this has been a good one we're not gonna let doc talk anymore until he says something else that's racist so we'll have to make sure we end this before he's able to speak so as always this has been outside the zone <laughs>